0: Out in nature, there is always going to be the risk that you will run into a predator that will hurt you. Though animal attacks really aren't all that common, they do happen. And this really is a natural part of life in some instances. Nature is full of dangerous predators, and sometimes we meet them. But sometimes an animal attack isn't just an animal attack. Some animals develop a fascination with hunting people like they would with any other prey. And when this happens, we consider them to be animal serial killers. My name is Brian, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. Today, we're discussing animals that developed a dangerous interest in the humans they lived near. This is part two, so if you haven't heard part one where we discussed a particularly ferocious bear and a tigress who was forced to hunt people instead of her usual prey, go back and check that out first. Killer whales are one of the smartest and most dangerous predators on the planet, if you end up on the menu. These powerful creatures are known to embrace a variety of terrifying killing techniques. Sometimes stunning their prey with a powerful slap. Other times working together in groups to literally change the motion of the ocean to knock prey off of floating islands of ice. If you haven't watched a video of them doing that, I would highly recommend it, but heads up, it's terrifying. Awesome, but terrifying. And things can get worse when we take animals like this and put them in places where they shouldn't be. These creative killers can be up to 23 feet long and can weigh up to an astounding 9,000 pounds in some cases. Tales of animal serial killers have haunted humanity for generations, and most of the time they take place very much out in nature, but sometimes we try and bring nature to us. And one notable case shook the world, thanks to a highly controversial documentary in 2013 called Blackfish. If you haven't seen Blackfish and you really want to get very angry very quickly, I would highly encourage watching it for awareness, if nothing else. For now, I'll give you a brief synopsis of its star, a young killer whale named Telecom, who ended up living up to his title. Telecom made it to the age of 11 before he ever had a single problem. People loved him. He was charming and sweet. He was very well trained, which is a good thing if you're in the business of imprisoning giant natural predators. But as he got older, something went wrong. At 11, Telecom was well acquainted with human beings. His trainers adored him, and he was always happy to see them, or so they thought. One day, a young woman fell into his tank. But Telecom wasn't alone. Excited by the frantic and flailing girl, Telecom dragged her under the water and started tossing her around with two other whales in his tank, just like they would out in nature. She was his first victim. Telecom was transferred to SeaWorld, the popular aquatic attraction that has been boycotted to hell and back by now. At SeaWorld... A local member of the homeless community snuck into the park and managed to enter the area where Telecom was kept. When trainers entered the next morning, they found Telecom swimming around with the man on his back. Telecom had ripped off his clothes and seemed to almost be parading him around. Eleven more years would pass. In 2010, Telecom snatched his trainer after growing frustrated with the command he was given. He dragged her into the water and he drowned her in front of an audience of 5,000 people. Ultimately, Telecom died in 2017. Now, I won't spoil the other factors in this case because Blackfish does a pretty great job of demonstrating how badly abused Tilikum was. And killer whales are known to be ridiculously smart and sensitive, too. They have emotions. In this case, it is believed that he was smart enough to develop trauma and to probably know what he was doing when he attacked. Lions are large wild cats that so many of us see as majestic and beautiful predators from Animal Planet or, like, the Lion King. And while most of us would agree that Scar was kind of the worst, there's enough video evidence to show humans interacting with these creatures without any negative outcomes. I wouldn't recommend it, but it does happen. Lions hunt by stalking behind their prey before embracing a super lion burst to pounce on them, or otherwise disorient them in some capacity, like knock them over. But when they kill, they tend to do so with a bite to the throat. If the prey is lucky, they'll die immediately. If they're not, they'll find themselves suffocating with a particularly frightening set of teeth wrapped around their neck. So in 1898, when two lions turned a construction site near the Savo River into their own personal hunting ground, it was a pretty big deal. Known as the Maneaters of Savo, these two lions have been accused of killing over 135 people. Workers were in the area to build a railroad when the lions fell upon them. These lions devoured their victims, flesh, bone, and all, much to the terror of locals in the area. Though they were estimated to have killed well over a 100 people, the science looks a little different when we look at it. These lions were shot and killed by Lieutenant Colonel John Henry Patterson, a member of the British Army who was happy to bring their reign of terror to an end, and, knowing that the tale would be spread far and wide, took the liberty of turning it into a highly controversial book, which inspired countless films. Basically, some people think his book isn't entirely accurate, but a lot of people swear by it. The bodies of these two terrifying creatures are on display in a museum in Chicago, where they are still being studied to this day because it was just so strange that they started attacking so many people. A little scientific research shows that the lions likely ate less than 50 people combined, but that's not really comforting, is it? Researchers also found that, like the case with the tigress, dental issues might have inspired some of these terrible actions. But others think that these lions, and some of the lions still prowling today, simply choose to eat people because we really are easier prey. Take away a gun, and let's face it, most of us would never survive against any of these animals. Honestly, even with a gun, I'm probably not going to survive unless I end up in some kind of Tarzan situation where some kind and motherly creature takes pity on me. I think most of us are interested in true crime because of what it says for the capacity of human beings. Whether you're desperate to know how to survive an attack, or you're fascinated by the level of depravity that can rot the human mind, true crime is always just a little bit scary. And these cases are too, but different. These animals clearly show an interest in killing human beings, and though some might think that these bloodthirsty beasts were interested in nothing more than feasting on us, the reality is that probably isn't true. At least not most of the time. Animals are wild, and it's really easy to forget that when we live in a world where animal attacks are becoming less and less common. But these attacks don't make animals malicious. Not like they do humans. A big cat hunting down prey probably is just hunting prey. And if something makes it so humans are on the menu, that's what they'll do. Animals don't generally operate with a sense of malice, and they probably don't get a rush from their kills. While these animals might be terrifying, I think that these stories show why real true crime, the kind that focuses on human beings, is so much scarier. Maybe some serial killers are like the tiger with broken teeth that feels it has no other choice, and we just don't really understand that. But maybe, just maybe, some people are just wrong, and all of the good things in the world will never satiate that need or killer instinct. We all just have to hope that we don't end up in their paths. So, I hope that you enjoyed this little walk on the wild side with me. And if you want to discuss nature's amazing predators ways to survive an animal attack from a normal animal that doesn't long to feast on humans, or the ways that animals have been unfairly targeted throughout history for simply doing what they were born to do, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys.